from Affirm Films. The studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. A woman and her young son, Philip, set out to find his missing father on the streets, sparking a movement that inspires a city. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by a true story. 5,000 Blankets. In theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. More information is available at 5,000blanketsmovie.com. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 79. That's a big 7-9 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, Santa versus Jesus. Are you in a ho-ho-ho mood? Um, yes. But I, before we start this little bantery part, this fluff, uh, we actually were going to do a different episode this week. Yeah, so for our listeners that tuned in expecting to hear all about hope shifting from the hope shifting author himself... We are sorry, but we are going to have to bump that episode for a week because the Thanksgiving weekend uh, caused some personal illness for him and he needs to uh, recoup a little bit. Bummer. But we will hope shift later. Well, we'll be hope shifting. <laughs> we'll be hope shifting. All day. Does that count uh, This for our mention in this episode? Did yes. We already mentioned it? Great. So yeah, we are talking uh, Santa versus Jesus, and uh, before we get into what that is, uh, we want to, again, wish you a happy Thanksgiving, because it is the Thanksgiving weekend that we're recording this, and we hope you are thankful for a lot of things. We're thankful for you, as hey, our listeners. That's right. This podcast is not a one-way thing. It's two-way. It's us speaking and someone listening. So without listeners, it's just the two of us speaking out into a office in our house, and that would just be weird. That is, <laughs> we just got together once a week to speak. Lord knows our children don't listen to us. Right. So, hey, there's also one other thing. Just outside the windows, we have some tree trimming going on. So you may, and I don't mean like um, Christmas trim the trees. I mean like actual right trimming like, of all the trees. We have these massive palm trees in our backyard, and um, do these guys climb these things. It's yeah, crazy. Spiked heels, and they just, as Pop Up would say, he looks like a monkey. Yeah, just they do. They just shimmy up those shimmy trees, up the trees and, and just drop them. So, it's crazy. so that's going on. So you may hear some noises in the background, but uh, you know what? We are super excited to get onto this topic because we think it's one that is going to matter to homeschoolers. Don't you, Ken? Well, why do you think that? Well, because I think there's no room for Santa in a lot of homeschooling families. And I think we're going to tell you, well, I know what we're going to tell you. There is room for Santa. Oh, but not in the way you're thinking. Never. So, you know what? We're going to let you ponder on that, and we will be right back. (laughs) 
Have you ever been stuck on how to bring your lessons to life? I discovered KiwiCo monthly subscriptions of hands-on projects that make learning fun. Their core offering is projects that make learning about STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math accessible, and are designed to spark creativity, tinkering, and learning. Some recent favorites are the Slime Lab, Physics Carnival, and Paper Circuits. Kiwi Crate was founded by engineer and mom of three, Sandra Olin, and her deep desire to raise kids with the creative confidence needed to become the next generation of problem solvers and critical thinkers. I couldn't agree more with her mission, and I'm excited to offer you a chance to try them for free. To learn more about their projects for kids ages 2 to 16, and to redeem this exclusive offer, visit kiwico.com forward slash homeschool. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com forward slash homeschool to get your first month free today. Just pay $4.95 for shipping. Welcome back. We are talking about Jesus versus Santa. Yes, that sounds like an epic battle. I know, except it's not an epic battle. Um, And we wanted to bring this up because, Fletch, this topic so beautifully integrates with a discussion of the gospel. All right, but before you go down your whole perfect gospel discussion, (laughs) let's talk about what's rotten in the North Pole here. And that's, um, can Santa coincide with homeschool families? Um, I I don't see that he's done a very good job coinciding with homeschool families. How about you? I Yeah, well, actually, it's probably the other way around, because homeschoolers <laughs> don't tend to play well with others. But, yeah, you know, is this something that we should divide over? That's some. These are some well, questions I'm going to want to cipher out here. So before you jump down your gospel track, these are things, you know, like that. Or, you know, is it going to be like good homeschoolers? You know the good ones? <laughs> they they just school you on everything. It's like, well, yeah, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Or are they going to be like me, which are just total smart Alex? Because you know if you rearrange the letters in Santa... It spells Satan. I've been saying that for years. But here's the thing. You're so right. Wait a minute. Can I say one more thing? Oh, man. If you rearrange the letters in Elvis, (laughs) it spells lives. And so chances are all those sightings, totally true. If you rearrange the letters in Kendra, it spells some word because the other night when I was playing text twist, I spelled Kendra. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember Do you, what the actual. Did you know word was. this that our names were only like one letter off? A n d r e w k e n d r a. There's like the k. We were meant to be. So let's get beyond right. Kendra and Andy yeah. and Elvis. Okay, so back to the topic, yes. which is the fact that uh, I have been on these homeschooling boards not so much anymore, but you know, back in the early days of homeschooling, and when I had to sit down and nurse a baby every couple hours, <laughs> I would open up that screen and be on a board um, such as the Well Trained Mind board. That was what I was, you know, mostly on um, early on in our homeschooling, and you know, you'd pick up lots of tips from people and and stuff. It was great. However, that is this prime place where homeschoolers got into it with each other, yeah. and um, so we saw it there. We've seen it in churches, we've seen it in co-ops, you know, just needing, well, you see it in the dental office, homeschoolers come in and need to tell you why 
that oh, song is wrong, they love fluoride is wrong, yes. or that toothbrush is or wrong. My, or... my, so if you're one of these homeschoolers, I'm not poking fun at you. I'm just saying these are the type of people that come in and tell me. Right. Uh, Social Security, driver's license. Yes. Um, yes. Fluoride. Yes. Um, what's on the television, mm-hmm. which in our office, I've tried to go as benign as possible. I'm not I have sure. The food network I was going to say food network. <laughs> it's like, and it's only in the reception room. Um, now I get the music because I play. You know why they're complaining? Because probably on there one time somebody was making cake pops. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know what? They can be a little, they can be a little crazy on Food Network. But you know what? It's quiet. It's in the background. Um, it's music. They like to talk about music. Mm-hmm. But during the holidays, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or Easter, right? Which isn't even Easter. It's no, um, Resurrection Day. Resurrection Day. <laughs> Sorry. Um, homeschoolers love to correct me constantly <sighs> about what. And and again, they just don't even know maybe that I'm a homeschooler. They they don't know that I'm one of them. It or... doesn't matter, Fletch. I think that's the thing. Like just the type of people that homeschooling attracts, which are people who are serious and want to really do things right um, with their families and um, in their faith. Just and, feel like they have to tell everybody else how to do it right. Yeah, sometimes they want to pull out of the world, which I get too. Like, mm-hmm. hey, there's just too much of this. Yeah, influence. We, we've us. had to do that in our home often, right. and that's. Again, if people are thinking we're saying that's wrong, that's never the case. Right. But when we start building our life, when we start shifting hope, again, we're talking Mm -hmm. about hope shifting. um, When we start shifting our hope onto that as the thing Mm -hmm. that's going to save our kids. Well, and the other thing I see is just this, you know, aside from the schooling is also, oh, this attitude, this big brother, right? The older brother in the prodigal son story yeah. who looks down his nose and says, you're not doing it right. You, I deserve better because we don't even mention Santa in our home. Yeah. So, you know, you bump into this other Christian family and they they do Santa and they leave Santa little pictures. footprints for elves or whatever. Footprints for elves. Whatever. Didn't your family do that? <laughs> Like little well, elf um, footprints you know, or something? when they leave the food out, they leave um, root, or root beer. Wow. Rud- <laughs> I want some of that. Rudolph prints. Oh, Rudolph. Elf Rudolph prints. Pr- elf prints. The elves don't come with Santa. Well, they should. <laughs> the magical reindeer that come with Santa. <laughs> right. Those magical reindeer. Yeah, yeah. So all of that stuff. And then suddenly, you know, the co-op discussion goes quiet because, you know, Really? Oh, you guys do Santa. It's not even said sometimes. It's just this attitude of, hmm, well, hmm. Well, hopefully they'll grow in their faith. I'm I'm guaranteeing there are people that decide to listen to this podcast based on the title alone Mm. because they want to hear us. I think people want to hear us say, those loony birds are probably going to say Santa's okay. (laughs) <laughs> and you should be talking about, you know, Santa should come right on into the Christmas tradition, mm. shove the Advent candles off the table, and plop down the North Pole, uh, the elf on the shelf is probably what they really think Ooh. we're going to say. Okay, so let's say this because this is not about even St. Nicholas, because people will say that too, like, well, but St. Nicholas was an actual man. Like, I know, I know. Yeah, we got that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he was an actual man, and, you know, he was benevolent and whatnot. So was good King Wenceslas, all these things. This is good. Like, this is good stuff. Um, but that's not even where we're going with this. No, it's not about, we're not trying to bait and switch and say, hey, instead of doing Christmas the way Madison Avenue is doing it, or mm-hmm. the way the... The television ads are doing it. Um, let's do this version, which is Saint. And we have some very good friends that celebrate Saint Nick's Day. Mm-hmm. They go through the whole nine yards. Yeah, 
it's not, it has never been a substitute for Santa. Right. It's been a standalone. A completely different thing Holiday in their home. that they do. It's kind of like yeah. um, Reformation Day. It's like, this is a standalone day. Right. We would happens. do it anyway. We'd do it anyway. It just it happens to be on Halloween. Yeah, right. right. So, so let's get that clear. And we're not saying, hey, let's, let's switch this out. Let's do the harvest party instead of Halloween. Let's do the trunk or treat instead of Halloween. We're... We're talking about the actual Santa, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the actual Jesus here. Okay, so your mother gives the children um, snow globes for Christmas with little Santas in them. What's your response, homeschooling parent? You know, is it to freak out? And, <laughs> I thought you were talking about my mom. I'm like, oh, she does? Well, she has, oh, actually. Okay. But, and it's funny, because I wasn't really saying that. I was just saying, you know, hi- hypothetically, if, you're, if somebody gives your child a candy cane and says, Happy Holidays, do you freak out and say, Well, we celebrate Christmas? You know, I mean... Are you, is this going to be the hill you're going to die on? And really, do you think Jesus cares? I really don't think Jesus cares. I mean, we know he wasn't even really born on this date in December. So can we... Wait a minute. What? You're blowing my mind away. <laughs> you knew this. <laughs> but can... There was not a snowy night around the manger. Dude, it was Jerusalem area, like been, Bethlehem. I've been to Bethlehem. And it, I'll sweaty. tell you what, it was... If I could have worn shorts and a t-shirt, I would have. But you know that most of the places in Jerusalem right. and Bethlehem are you like can't. owned by Orthodox Christians, mm-hmm. and I mean owned, like owned and operated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's like you have to wear full pants and long sleeve shirts wherever you go. It was right. a miserable. Experience so there was no snow in a lot of. It places. was not New England right. that he was born. So anyway, my point being, and I'm pretty sure Jesus wore flip flops if he were here. <laughs> I'm sure he would be that look. Of course he would. He'd be my look, not not the full-dressed robes look. Okay, so anyhow, back to the You're having to rope me in tonight. I know, dude. You are on a rabbit trail. Anyhow, if somebody hands your kid something with Santa on it, or you know, a gift is brought to you, or whatever it is, are you going to freak out? Do you drive past the house with the gigantic inflatable Santas, which is a whole other thing <laughs> and you know do you make your kids look away <laughs> those are just common that that's where obviously where the heathen live we should go down <laughs> oh, there to evangelize no. them right and so can we can we recognize an awesome opportunity to take what the world is doing and show our kids jesus okay so that's the point of the podcast but it's gonna have to wait till we come back from a quick break all right, Kenj, we're talking Christmas, we're talking gift giving, we're talking gift purchasing. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone is stuck and saying, oh, man, I forgot, I need to get a gift quickly, and I need it sent, I don't have time to wrap. Um, and That's you, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You know where I would go? I would go to carolinescoffee.com, because I have the opportunity there to give the gift of God's glory. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Coffee, coffee is God's glory. Yeah. We know. So I would, I would go on there. I would pick my favorite bean. I would pick my favorite um, area of the world where coffee's grown, the roast that I like, and I would order coffee by the pound and have it sent directly to my recipient. That's what I would do. And because they're a sponsor of this podcast, and again, this is a free podcast. That's what our listeners can do for us. Right, Kenj? Absolutely. So you need to go to homeschoolingirl.com slash coffee, and you'll go right to that little portal. Um, it's, like a, it's like the wardrobe, isn't it? That yeah. takes you into Narnia. 
<laughs> Caroline's coffee is like the Narnia. Exactly. <laughs> Use our code HIRL, which stands for Homeschooling in Real Life, and you'll get 10% off your order. Go do it. And thank you so much for supporting our sponsors. He sees you when you're sleeping, and he knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm All right, welcome back to episode number 79, uh, Jesus versus Santa. And you better watch out. You better not cry. Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Right. What are you really saying here, Kendra? Okay, so what I am saying or where I'm trying to go with this is the idea that we have such a great opportunity to show our kids the difference between ugly human behavior and the amazing grace of what Jesus did for us at right. Calvary. You'll need to unpack that a little more. Okay. So today I was uh, watching my girls trim the Christmas tree. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was watching them. And uh, we were listening to Christmas music, and there was this little line where Bing Crosby or somebody says, oh, and you know, Santa loves you. And I said to the girls, wow, I don't want Santa's love because Santa's love is based on whether I'm good or whether I'm bad. And um, that's kind of a lousy love if I get presents because I'm good and I'm on some list where he's made a count of every wrong. That's not... (laughs) that's not worth celebrating. And I think there we go. There it is. Jesus doesn't keep the list of what is wrong. He erases it all, burns it up, throws it in the fire. He doesn't love us based on our goodness, but on his goodness. So this is a great place to plug Hope Shifting again with Jim Applegate. He's coming up. He did a sermon series a few years ago called Jesus uh, Tore Up Santa's List. And it's that exact topic that where this big, fat, round, jolly guy um, is constantly taking tabs. Who's good? Who's bad? Yeah. Who's on the good list? Who's on the naughty list? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus rips up that list. And really, it's, it's, we've seen lists throughout the history of our faith. We've seen Pharisees mm-hmm. that kept major lists mm-hmm. and said, you know, don't do this, don't do that. This is, this is how we do it. We see where... Um, there was judgment based on what you did or what you didn't do, and that's what furthered your position with God. Yeah, and then came along Jesus, who knocked all of that out, and his disciples and his followers, and then what do we see several centuries later? We have a Catholic church that calls itself the only true church that does the same thing again that says, if you'll buy these indulgences, if you'll do these things, if your your child is baptized this way, if you do these, then you know, you'll be saved or you'll have sins forgiven. And again, we're right back to what humans love to do, which is make lists, yeah. <laughs> keep tabs, and draw us all back to this law. Hey, Catholic listeners, we love you. I we I know we have Catholic listeners out there that might have just heard that and said, "Oh, great! Well, Fletch and Kendra just condemned everything I believe in." No, I'm you looking back historically, and yeah. I'm saying, "Look what we're doing! Look what we've done!" And I could point a bajillion fingers at Protestants who do the same, including myself, right up to modern day. We just love the law, Fletch. Do you see yourself as Jesus or as Santa? Are you kidding me? More often than not, I'm Santa, especially in my parenting. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> I am always holding my kids up against a standard or a list or something. And you know what? I'd much rather be. I'd much rather be Jesus. Um, Tim Keller just takes this apart. And you you made reference to it earlier, but the story of the prodigal God and this idea that you have most most of us would say that that story is about the prodigal son. It's about the son who's wayward and wants everything from the father that's mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. and then takes off and goes and squanders mm-hmm. and then comes back. And what's the deal? The father runs out to greet him, throws his robes on him, throws him a party. And we say, what a great father who just shows grace and mercy. But there's another brother in that story. And there's an older brother who didn't walk away who kept all the rules, who did everything the father expected of him. And when the son came back with a smugness in his eyes, says, how can you do this? Don't you see what this brother just did? Or don't you see what my brother just did, what your son did? He squandered it all. And now he's coming back. You've already given him half of of your kingdom. You gave him his percentage. Now he's come back and you've brought him back as a son. Do you know what that means? My half is going to be split again. (laughs) Yeah. That's really what this older brother is saying. Mm-hmm. And because he can't handle that, mm-hmm. you know, he he's a rule keeper. He is an older brother. And you know what? That's who I am. That's my natural bent is to be. And I guarantee, listener, that's your natural bent as well, oh, is to be an older brother. Mm-hmm. And God deals with older brothers. And in that story, you know, the, the older brother refuses to come into the party, makes the father come back out of the party and says, you know, what have you done? You've never even done this for me or my friends. You know, you killed the fattened calf. You've given him your robe. Again, you've taken half of my, what was rightfully mine, and divvied it up again. And ultimately, that brother is left out on the porch. No, he's just given his brother a nice lump of coal in his stocking <laughs> yeah. is what he's done. So am I Santa or am I Jesus? I'm I'm big time Santa. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I'm more like him than I'm like Christ a lot. And I need more of Jesus in my life. So this discussion, Kenj, as it, and I know your answer is you're more like Santa too. Yeah. This discussion of is there room for Santa in Christmas? Heck yeah, there's room for Santa in our Christmas because I love to talk about him. I love to, <laughs> to show the difference because you know what's going to happen? It's going to boil down to the gospel, which is what always happens with me. So can he be around? Well, we don't celebrate Santa per se. We don't wait for Santa's gifts to be left out. We don't, you know celebrate magical reindeer and stuff. We love watching Elf because it's a fun movie. <laughs> right. But, you know, are we are we going to focus on him? No. But we're going to focus everything on Jesus. You know, if your mom, though, wants to take the kids to the mall and, and get them, you know, pictures with Santa up on his lap or whatever, wouldn't it be awesome if your kid turned to Santa and said, <laughs> I don't need you. I'm good. Jesus yeah. made me good. <laughs> and your breath smells like meat and cheese. That's <laughs> You're not Santa. The real Santa Santa. lives in the North Pole. Yeah. So, you know, is that all we're saying on this topic? Is that it? Or I think that's the main thing right there. I mean, always, isn't it? That we always come back to the center. That is the Bible. The Bible is the Old Testament looking to Jesus coming and the New Testament looking back on him having been here and what that has done to change our lives. So what have we missed here? Have we missed something? Is there a conversation that homeschoolers want to want us to have out loud? Yes, they want us to say that they're like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I laughs> Don't mean, we all? <laughs> but, but is there something else we should be saying? Like, I mean, there are some people that are probably adamant that Satan, or Satan, ah. <laughs> that Santa shouldn't have any part 
in a Christian celebration because the world does a good enough job bringing Santa in. And, you know, our kids, when we're driving down the road, we're, we're not perfect, but they love the Christmas lights. They love mm-hmm. the blow-up Santa things. They love to talk about Santa, the idea of Santa, The mm-hmm. you know, because for kids, it's all about gift getting and that's it. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I acted like a child. I was greedy like a child. And I just wanted Christmas gifts like a child. So let your kids be kids. It's okay for them to be in that stage. (laughs) It's okay to laugh about Santa and the elves. But you know what? That I think the richness, the, um, what Jesus gives us, it just makes everything else pale in comparison as they grow. Now, redeeming Christmas as a Christian Mm -hmm. in the midst of this. Maybe you're new to Christianity. Maybe this is the first year you've thought through this and said, "Wow, you know, we've we've missed Jesus in all these years. We we didn't. We always think Easter's about the gospel, not Advent. But (laughs) you know, I've said this. I think a few weeks ago on the podcast, Advent's all about the gospel. It's about the coming of Jesus. Yeah. And again, it's one part of that gospel story that I'm not willing to box up. One and just take down one time a year. Mm-hmm. You know, the coming of Jesus, he was coming to bring freedom. Yeah. Um, freedom from sin, freedom from bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about creating a community here uh, on this podcast of people that are able to live free. Yeah. Um, that they're able to leave, live reckless yes. for Jesus. Recklessly. It's what? Sorry. Is it, is it <laughs> an adverb thing mother again? Me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's perfect. Awesome. That's how homeschooling works out in I our am marriage. Santa. <laughs> so. But as um, the ability to live free, to live recklessly uh, for Jesus unhindered, like that's what the gospel does. That's mm. what Christmas um, doesn't even kick off. It kicks off at, at um, creation. It kicks off um, at the fall. I mean, all these are part of that redemptive story of Christ coming to redeem his own. I kind of feel like Christmas is is the pregnancy, that we we have all this, like, you know, this pregnant pain and <laughs> all of this, you know, this anticipation of this baby being born. And But Christmas isn't it. It just flows all the way through to Easter when we see a resurrected Christ um, after that birth. And I know the traditional church, that's part of their year. Yeah, their, their church calendar. Church calendar. But for those of us who weren't raised with that, you know, that's a beautiful thing to remind ourselves and our kids that Christmas is the pregnancy, it's the birth, but it, the fulfillment is down the line all the way in March or April. Um, and so those are the things we can be talking about with our kids. That's why the gospel comes into this. That's why we can look at Santa and say, what a crummy substitute he is for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we can just sort of smile about it and and remind ourselves and our kids that the the people out there who aren't like us, who we think are you know lesser than, less spiritual, whatever, they need the gospel. They need to see how much better Jesus is than that elf on the shelf. Yeah. Hey, Fletch, I have been over at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network site. That is our big network of podcasts that we're a part of. Yes, and you know what? Lots of these folks are doing Christmas-related episodes right now. We were a guest on Felice Gerwitz's podcast called The Vintage Homeschool Mom about uh, holiday traditions. Yeah. And we talked a lot about our Advent traditions that we do, but that, you know, the network is loaded with podcasts that matter to homeschoolers. So if you haven't been over there yet, um, not everybody is 
like us. There are actual practical uh, podcasts on finances. There's um, some podcasts on education. Um, There's something for everyone. So if you would like to go learn more about Christian homeschooling and use a podcast to do that, head on over to the ultimate homeschoolradioshow.com. All right, we're wrapping up episode 79 here, and it's Jesus versus Santa. Kendra, what is the last bit of advice that we can give our homeschooling listeners who show up at Grandma and Grandpa's, show up at someone's Christmas event, and it's loaded with Santa, or maybe Grandpa comes rolling in in the Santa (laughs) suit, and the whole way there, you've been prepping your kids that we don't do Santa, we don't do Santa, Mm. so that they can show grace and mercy in that setting. What's the advice we have? Eat the cake pops, which if you're not familiar with that, that goes back to an episode where we talked about just being gracious. So in the moment, you can smile and wink at your kids, and when you get in the car, you can say, Santa is such a lame substitute for Jesus. You know, let's go home and celebrate Jesus. But didn't we have a great time with those people? Didn't we have a great time (laughs) with our family spending Christmas Day together? So that's our hope for you guys. We we want you guys to to listen to what we're saying and realize we're not asking you to be a sellout. We're just asking you to be filled with grace and mercy, uh, especially in this marketplace um, that is just so void of Jesus. We want you to be the Paul that can point to the unknown statue and say, do you know what that temple is pointing to? It's pointing to Jesus. Mm. And he's so much better than Santa. He's so much better than the magical reindeer. Fletch, I don't think that there is a Santa-suited person on earth who who wants to lead your kids to hell. <laughs> I think everybody who participates in that aspect of Christmas wants to celebrate Christmas. They want to show love to your kids. They want to, um, you know, ask, what do you want for Christmas? It's all fun and joyful, and it's a season of giving and loving, even even amongst pagans who don't understand why they're giving and loving. So just, just give people grace. Love them where they are and re- recognize the fact that if your dad shows up in a Santa suit, he does it because he loves you. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Homeschooling in Real Life. If you would like to get in contact with us, it's super easy and we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at info at homeschoolingirl.com. You can meet us on Facebook, facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl, or tweet tweet to us at homeschoolirl. All right, and don't forget that if you are not a member yet of the Homeschooling in Real Life community, you need to become one. We have extra content for this episode. We continue this discussion by sharing some good practical ideas on how to make the Advent season um, come more alive. So if you want to become a member of our community, what should they do? Yeah, super easy. Homeschoolingirl.com slash subscribe. It's free. You even uh, just get to hear us be goofy. Yeah. (laughs) Like that extra content this week, I think you're throwing me under the bus. Yeah. There was... (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're going to have something some fun I said on there. that was really dumb, yeah. and I think you probably are going to let him hear it. So we're it's a it's a place to hear uh, that. Also, I know that this week we had our um, 
newsletter that goes out once a month to our right. members went yeah, yeah. out. It was loaded with coupons and discounts. Yeah, for Black Friday. So, you know, when we get those from companies that we love, um, that we have worked with before, that we actually use in our homeschool, um, we will pass those on to you. Uh, it's going to be especially great as we get into a new school year and you're, you know, looking to purchase stuff for next year. We've got the codes. So we have coupons and discounts. We have the newsletter that goes out. Mm-hmm. We have um, the background community of homeschooling and real lifers, yep. curlers, yep. who just love to encourage and support one another as we live fearlessly and recklessly for Jesus. And we have a ton of bonus content on episodes where you get to hear some behind the scenes stuff or added stuff or some bonus stuff. Amen and amen. So head on over, become a member at homeschoolingandreallife.com slash subscribe. Go do it. Go do it now. Next week, it is our hope. We'll have Pastor Jim Apple get on to talk about hope shifting. But we're not going to shift our hope to that. No. If so, Jim can't be here, we'll have something else good for you. Yeah, we're excited to sit down with him. So we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com. From Films, the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. A woman and her young son, Philip, set out to find his missing father on the streets, sparking a movement that inspires a city. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by a true story, 5,000 Blankets. In theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. More information is available at 5,000blanketsmovie.com.